0: health happiness prosperity and much nahat from their children may they enjoy many years of shalom bayit uh, tranquility and peace of mind amen the amen amen and i a little for the new fortakufra took it about above the Kenya Song Amen. Begin today's daff on Sadi Bet Ahmud Rishon, starting from the Mishnah of Albishehu Notenlo Enem Halo Achiba Keshmin Menu. Which means even though he makes the payments and damaged, say so paid for the damages and he paid for the embarrassment and he made all the reparations. However Person is not forgiven until he asks for mechila. It's not enough just to make the um, the, the, the payments. He has to ask for forgiveness. emar, <inaudible> like we learned by Avraham Abinu, it says, "V'ata hashev eshet," etc. The pasuk says, <inaudible> This was referring to Avimelech when Avimelech took Sarah immenu, so Borei Olam says, return Sarah, return this lady back to Avraham, and let him pray for you, that you should live. Which means not enough that he would make the Shubat to return Sarah. He had to appease Abraham enough that Avraham would pray for Avimelech, in order that he should be uh, forgiven, and uh, the makot that God gave him should go away. So you see already... that it's not enough just to pay somebody for the damages that you damaged them. You have to also ask for forgiveness and get How do we know that the person does not accept forgiveness? No, I don't forgive you. How do we know he's considered a cruel person? You see, Avraham, even though Avimelech did a great thing against him, you see Abraham Abinu acquiesced And he prayed for Abimelech Like those Baruch Hu brought a fua To Abimelech And therefore You see that he was mochel And therefore everybody that gets embarrassed Or somebody that's damaged Should follow Abraham Abinu's way And uh, when the person asks for forgiveness you shouldn't be cruel But why he should give uh, A uh, proper Mechila Good there's a uh, Gemara that says Anybody that's <laughs> La Beriyot, Rest assured, you know, he comes from <laughs> the lineage of Abraham Abinu That's one of the uh, signs of Yisrael. That, uh, you see, he had mercy on Sidom, he had mercy on uh, avimelech so that's the way we're supposed to take as well Comes the Gemara and continues ha a person says, it aini, qata et yadi, shevor et regli, hayav." person tells his friend, take out my eye, cut my, le- cut my hand off, cut my leg off. And the guy did it. Doesn't matter, it's still hayav. It's because your friend told you you're able to damage, does not give you permission, and therefore you're still going to have to pay even if he added the words, damage me on condition that you'll be patur. Meaning, don't worry, you won't have to pay. Doesn't matter. He's still going to be Hayab, the Mishnah says. If he tells him, rip my clothes, break my jug, hayav. However, if he says, break it and you'll be patur, then already, indeed, the Mishnah says he is patur. So there's a difference when you say amenat uh, when it comes to the body, or you say amenat when it comes to the kelim. Okay, which means the uh, Fashim say Adam asul v'vater on mamuno. A person can keep him vatir on his money. Uh, However, uh, when it comes to his body, he has no rights. ...to do such a thing... ...and is going to have to... ...pay... ...okay... ...comes the... ...comes the Mishnah... ...continues... (laughs) ...le'ish ...al menat leftor... ...which means... uh, ...person says... ...go damage... ...so and so... ...and it will be patur... ...so it says... (laughs) "Hayav ...ben bigufo... ...ben ...then we don't even make a hinuk... ...whether it's on his body... ...damaged or his uh, money of course is going to have to uh, pay ok he says baror <laughs> she adam musimak levater al gufo u mamolo shal zolato has no right to forgive the mamon of uh, somebody else velachim <laughs> paschut she ain't mamash betenai she matneze lefton to temazik meddemei o demay kisuto aval kavanat ha'mishna hi shah mitzava amar al minat cheishalem that's the case, where the guy says, I'll pay. Right? I'll pick it up. And don't worry about it. And the Ftod, it just gave the same language as the first case. But this case is a little more. And still, uh, it's still, uh, still Asur. You see, the other first guy still has to pay. The damage still has to pay. Okay. Now, Tano Rabbanah. Kol elu she'amnu, deme bostot. All this that we said above in the last Mishnah, that if you embarrass somebody, you have to pay 400 zoos, and all these cases, and things like that. If you spit in front of somebody, or if you cause an embarrassment, that was only for the bullshit However, about Saaro, but the emotional pain that you cause the person by embarrassing him, Even if you brought all the sacrifices in the world. Elenevayot is a type of sacrifice. Ayel is a ram nevayot is a certain uh, type of sacrifice so, so even if you would bring all of these uh, uh, in the world see nevayot he says was the first the first, the first born of Yishmael was uh, nevayot and it seems uh, they used to raise sheep so therefore they said even if you bring all the ele nevayot all the uh, sheep of uh, nevayot the one that used to raise the sheep enon Nimhal. No, you're not forgiven, until you ask from the person that you embarrassed, Remember the story over there which the Mishnah mentioned, which we'll just review it again. That was by Avimelech. When Avraminu went to Penishteem and uh, they asked about who is who this lady was, and Avraminu said, Oh, it's his sister. And then what happened? Uh, Avimelech took uh, Sarah into the palace, and all of a sudden, God tells Avimelech, go give back this lady, she's Ishadish." Ish. and then Avimelech comes back to uh, Avram I didn't know, you told me uh, that she's your sister, and she confirmed it, how was I supposed to know, i going to come to are you going to kill a Sadiq I didn't do anything, and so on and so forth, now the Gebelah is going to analyze this story, the first thing that Kaddish Baruch Hu tells Avimelech is, give back the, the, uh, so you see, it's not enough that you return it to him. He's got to pray for you. You have to appease Abraham enough that he's going to pray for you. So it's not enough just to make the reparations. But the question of the Gebra is, But only because Sarah is the wife of a prophet, that's why you have to return? And if she wasn't the wife of a prophet, you wouldn't have to return her? Why does the Pazukah to say? Ki Navihu. And if it wasn't Navihu, then the Eshet Ish is a mutah. Amar Bishweb An-Achmani, Amar Biyonatan. The way you read the Pazukah is like this. Hashev Eshet Ish mikol makom. Period. Return the Eshet Ish just because course the fact she's married. Udeka Amart. Oh, and regarding to what you said, Abimelech. Hagoy gam Tzadik taharog. Your claim was, What, well, you're going to kill a Tzadik? Yeah, how was I supposed to know? Hello amali achotihi. He told me that it was a sister. gam gamhi amra And she also confirmed and said what? That he is my brother. So then that, the Kaddish Baruch Hu comes along and tells the uh, Abimelech, Navihu, Hu, Avraham was a prophet. And as one of the jobs as a prophet is, he goes around and he teaches Derech Eretz. To people. Avraham ibn is an ethical man. He knows the proper day. That's what he does. And one of Avraham's teachings were, a guest that comes to a city. What's the first question you ask him? Do you have a place to eat? Do you need something to drink? Was the first thing they start to ask him about who the girl is, about his wife. Ishtikhahi, Achotkahi, which is Abraham A'binu, knew, knew the proper ethics, because he's an avi. So right away when you came, he came into the town, and the first thing you did was to say, who's the girl? He knew right away, there's no Yerat Shemaim in this place. Because he knows he's an avi. He knows the proper Derech And he knew that too, he was in danger now, because they were looking at his wife. It's not the first question you asked. So therefore he had no choice, but to come along and make a, a, a ruse that he did in order to protect... Uh, therefore, he was anus. Because, so that's what he means, He's in Avi and he knows the ethics. And he knows what's right and what's wrong. And when he heard this question, right away he knew that there's no Yerat shamayim over here. You don't ask that first. So therefore, he had to protect. Bikal. what do you learn from here? the Gemara says, Lebin Noah she neherag lo We see over here that if bin even though, let's say, he didn't know that it was Asur, he's still Hayav. Why? Because he should have learned, which means in this case of Abi Melech, uh, he didn't know really. He thought uh, it was a brother. He thought that Sarah was a uh, sister. But Kadosh Hu came along and said, you really need to die because you should have learned the Derich but I didn't know the Derich eritz. doesn't matter. And therefore, Oh, you should have known that you don't ask that question. You should have known that you were, that, that, that's a mistake. But I never learned it. So what? Next time learn it. it which means, uh, ignorance is not a uh, a reason to exempt a Ben Noah when it comes to the laws. So what did the Kadosh Baruch Hu do anyway to Abimelech? He punished him. What does the Pasuk say? Ki atzor atzar Hashem. the end of the Pasuk says, Be'at kol God closed them up. Atzor atzar. He closed them up. In which way? Azar, these two Atsur Atsar, what did he do? What were these two closings? Lama, achat be ish shikmazerah, which is the Shikhvadzerah pipe in a man got closed up, Shaim be isha, and two in a lady. Number one, the Shikhvadzerah pipe of the lady got closed up, and Gibbara says that isha also has Shikhvadzerah. Veneda. And the ladies in Avimel Zazda were supposed to give birth, the babies never came out. The babies stayed, even the ladies that would do. The babies did not come out. So that's what is for the man, for the lady. That's referring to the ladies that were pregnant. The braiter adds the another closing up that the contending they were not able to urinate. So you have shikvat zera, no ketanim, and uh, no uh, giving birth. Ravina amas shalosh beish shikvat zera, ketanim upi Pitabaat is from the back. uh, Which means they weren't able to have uh, gedolim either. They were totally constipated. Arba'ah beisha and four by the lady shikvat zera, leda ketanim upi Pitabaat again is the is the backside of the person. That's the way the gemara. The ad called rechem. It says all the rechem coming to say, Even the chickens of Avimelech stopped laying eggs. Punishment for what Abimelech did to Sarah Mori Where do we learn this principle that the rabbis taught? How do we know that if a person prays for his friend, and he needs that exact item, that he's praying for his friend, that he gets entered first? One passage I learned from Iyov shav It says Yehov had friends. His friends were Eliyaza Temani, Beldada Shuhi, and Sufira Naamati. They came to visit Eyov when he was going through his hard times. But what happened? They uh, they uh, consoled him, but uh, they also needled Eyov also. Uh, they made a consolation, but it also caused Eyo pain. The way they rebuked him and they gave him a musad, and Borei Olam punished the friends of Eyo as a result of their uh, the way they talked to Eyo. So Eyo prayed for his friends, and it says Eyo got answered first. So you see, Eyo was also suffering. But he prayed for his friends, and therefore it says that God answered, Since he prayed for his friends on something that he himself knew, because he was also in pain, so Kadosh answered him first, You say it from over there, from Iyov, and I say it from here, from the story that we just read, Avraham prayed, Vitishto, the Amotav, and the end of the Pasur says Vayeledu. And they gave birth. So Avram Abinu was praying that Abimel's family should be able to give birth. Even though Sarah and Menu needed the same thing. So therefore, what does it say? Uhti Vashem Pakad et Sarah Kashir Amar. Kashir Amar Avraham El Abimeleh. Which means that it says Vashem Pakad, it's a pests. Which means it says, which means, which means that Sarah already got pregnant first. You see, the ready God answered Avraham first because he was praying for Avimelech for something that he himself needed. Vashem <laughs> Pakad et Kashir Amal. That's it, Kashir Amal. Kashir Amal, Abraham. Now what? When he said Avram to Avimelech, he prayed for that item and he needed it himself. So therefore, you see that you get answered first. It doesn't say Vayifkod et Sarah. It says Vashem <laughs> Pakad. That's why he got answered first. It was that's in the past tense. Ammar le ravad rabah barmori. Where do we learn the following statement that the people say? Which means, where the where the kots is, the cut is like the uh, the thorn. That's where the cabbage gets damaged. Which means, uh, when a person is going to pull out a thorn, let's say that's growing next to the, uh, the cabbage. So what happens is, uh, sometimes you pull out the uh, cabbage as well. Which means, uh, sometimes the neighbors of the Rasha also get uh, damaged when uh, they're trying to pluck the Rasha out. Anybody that's around the Rasha sometimes also gets uh, damaged. When you have the thorn next to the cabbage patch, right? So you're pulling out the thorn, but sometimes uh, when you're pulling out the thorn, the cabbage also gets damaged. Similarly, the people that live next to the Rashaim, uh, they also get damaged just by association. Amaleh because the pasuk says, "Lama tarivu Pasuk says, "Why are you saying that you haven't sinned?" bi uh, Wow, the question about who's talking to the prophet Yirmiyah. So. God tells Shirmiyah, why are you saying that you didn't sin? Kul bi. Including Yirmiyah. Since Yirmiyah was associated with the the Rishayim of Klai Israel, so baruchu indicts Yirmiyah as well. Kul l'chem p'sha'atem So you see, he's part of the uh, uh, the uh, the situation. The Tzaddik gets affected by the deeds of the Rishayim. As she says, Kul even the Navi is included. The pasuk says that when Moshe Rabbeinu came out to rebuke the Jewish people that collected the man on Shabbat, right, they weren't supposed to collect the man? So the pasuk says nishmor mitzvotai Now, Hakadosh Baruch actually says meantem is including everybody. Moshe, Aharon, or the tzaddikim, he didn't only say, uh, the ones that actually committed the sin. Until when are you going to refuse to fulfill my mitzvot? So you see that when the Rasha commits a sin, so that the Kaddish Baruch Hu indicts, even the tzaddikim that are there, get held responsible. As she says, that Moshe and Aharon were indeed included, it says Ketiv, it says by, uh, by Yosef. When Yaakov came down to Misraim and he presented the Shivatim in front of Par'o. So the Pasuk says, That's the weakest of the brothers. Uh, he took five of the brothers, uh, Yosef, and he, he presented them in front of Par'o. Man ninu hamisha, who were these five brothers that Yosef presented in front of Par'o? Remember when Moshe Rabbeinu was blessing the uh, Shivatin before he died, there are five tribes that he mentioned the names of the tribes twice. Let's review those. You have Amar. Okay? So that's twice. You have Gad. Ul Gad Amar, Baruch Marhiv Gad. Uldan Amar, Dan Gur Aryeh. Ul Amar, Naftahli Sevarason. Ul Asher Amar, Baruch B'Banim, Asher. So the rabbis tell us that these five Shivatim were the weakest of the Shivatim. And therefore Moshe Rabbeinu had to give them a double blessing in order to give them strength. So those are the ones that Yosef brought to Paro, because he didn't want Paro to choose the tribes to become, you know, his generals and army and all that. So he said, hey, here's the Shevatim." So he said, ah, they're weak. So therefore he let them go. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of his life doubled the names of these people to give them an extra strength and extra berakah. So the people says, wait, you're telling me that all these five, but there was a sixth one. Who was the sixth one? Yehuda's name also was doubled. It says, "Vezot Yehuda." Shema, Shem called Yehuda. So it says it twice. Gemara says, and then we know he wasn't the weakest one. Adra, we know Yehuda was the strongest one. Yehuda was the Gibbor Shiba He was the Medich. Amale lemelteu deichpal. Now his name was repeated for something else. He had a different issue. What was Yehuda's issue? The Pasuk says that when Moshe Rabbeinu was blessing the Shivatim before he died, he blessed the Uven first and then he blessed Yehuda. The Gebarah wants to know, the out of order. The Uven and then Why does he bless the first and then Yehuda? And what he bless the Let the Uvein live and he should not die. And he should have much uh, descendants. He should have a lot of uh, family. And this is for Yehuda. But I want to know, according to the Seder, it's out of order. Why did the Uvein go first and then Yehuda? It says, the 40 years the Jewish people were in the midbar, the bones of Aaron were rattling in the coffin. They took the bones of all the Shevatim out with them from Egypt. But the bones of Yehuda were shaking for 40 years in the coffin, which means his bodies, his bones, they were not connected. The limbs were not connected. Until Moshe Rabbeinu came and requested Hamim on behalf of Yuda Amar fanav, olam, Who caused Reuven to make the shuvah for his sin that he switched his father's bed? That he moved his father's bed out of uh, the tent of uh, Bilha and he put it into the tent of his mother that was considered a sin. Who caused Reuven? to make teshuvah, Yehuda. So when Yehuda made teshuvah for the sin of Tamar, so the Uven saw the power of making teshuvah, so he also was inspired to make teshuvah. So it says, the Uven. Why is the Uven going to live? Because it's because of Yehuda. And therefore, just like the Uven got answered, you have to give uh, credit to, to Yehuda, because he was the one that caused the Uven. And the Gebarah says, which means, does it make sense that Reuven that made on the Shuvah on, on account of Yehuda, he should live, but Yehuda should not? This not Yehuda. Yehuda was the impetus. So therefore, he should also live. So therefore, right away, when he said that, Miyad Shema Hashem called Yehuda. Which means, it's as if HaKadosh Baruch Baruchu heard the prayers of Yehuda. It's like, it's, it's as if Yehuda was praying for himself. And what happened? Which means the bones went back into their sockets. Immediately the bones and the cray and the coffin started to click back into position. Problem was, they didn't let Yehuda in yeshiva shal ma'ala. In the upper world, they didn't let him into the yeshiva. He was like still in the nidui. So it says, Moshe Rabbeinu prayed. Which means, let him go into his people. Which means, to the Hakamim that are like him, uh, that, uh, that died before him, let him enter into the uh, yeshiva. So it says, good, they let him in. They let him into the yeshiva. But he couldn't follow the conversation. He didn't understand what they were talking about in the Shammahim, what the Torah. Nor was he able to, you know, go back and forth and hold conversation with the big al Al-Khamim. So Moshe Rabbeinu prays, Dav Rav, no, that he should have power to fight in, in Torah. Rav, like, leave. He should have the, the power to, to, to fight and battle the Torah. So, it worked. But what? But whatever he said, he wasn't saying the right halachot. Every time he said halachot, halachot is not like you. So therefore he prayed, that they should give him aid from his adversaries, that he should have. That what? Tadakha should be like him, and sure enough, Tadakha ended up becoming like him as well. Let's read the Rashi now, to get the clarity of this story. Start from, Otam Shuchpelu Shemotam. See Rashi, Otam Shuchpelu Shemotam. Beberkat Moshe, Dan Zivulun Gad and the Those were the five weakest tribes that needed He repeated their names. the Ve'otam Yosef par'o, otam So he picked the five weakest so that the par'o will not choose them. All the tribes, their bones left Misraim when Yosef the Sadiq tells uh, the brothers take my bones out with yours implying that the bones of the Shivatim left Egypt as well the only reason why it says that they take out Yosef's bones is just to show us the praise of, of Moshe Rabbeinu that when everybody else was involved in Kiryat Yam Suf taking the spoils Moshe involved himself in the bones of Yehudah, but really everybody took their shevet outside of Egypt. Now why were the bones of, uh, of Yehuda? what sin did Yehudah do that his limbs were rattling in the, in the coffin? So that she says, His spine was not uh, intact. Because Yaakov put him in nidui, excommunicated. When? Remember when uh, Yehuda brought Binyamin down to Egypt. Yaakov said something's going to happen to him. He said, if something happens to him, you can take away my olam Now even though he brought back Binyamin, but when a tzaddik says something, his words are so powerful that even if he fulfills his condition, it happens. And therefore, even though he said, you can put me in Nidui forever, it happened. So she says, even though he fulfilled the condition, he brought Ben back. The curse of a hacham, even on condition, comes true. And therefore he cursed himself. And it came true. Next When Yehuda admitted against the sin of Tamar, and he said, "She's right." Reuven Uven got up and said, "You know what? If he can admit his sin, I can admit my sin as well." And therefore, he caused Reuven Uven to make the shuvah. Zot lihudah leshafah nechnas kol esim et komo. Okay, then the bones all of a sudden uh, connected again, and all of a sudden. Uh, after Moshe Rabbeinu prayed, so then even the words of Yehuda became accepted in the shaman So that's the connection why Moshe Rabbeinu prayed for Reuven and then for Yehuda. Miltada amri Inche. Where do we have a source for the following statement that Tachamim said? Batar anya azla ani Basically means the poor get poorer. How do we know that saying, that the poor get poorer? We know it from the law of Bikurim. So when they used to bring the first fruits to Jerusalem, the rich man brings the Bikurim in a basket made out of gold and made out of silver. And the poor people, they bring it made out of like Aravot, made out of uh, like the... uh, the willow uh, uh, trees, the Aravot, and the Hassali, and Bikurim, the Kohanim. So it says the Aniim, they give the basket plus the uh, fruit to the Kohanim, whereas the rich guy, he just gives the fruit to the Kohanim and the Kohanim gives him back his basket. So you see the poor get poorer. So not only does he lose his fruit, but he loses his basket as well. And he takes the basket. So you see, ani she says, has the bottom left here on the page. has notim you notim, So you see from over here that the poor get poorer. Now we have to understand this, why well, the Torah is uh, being cruel on the Ani. So the Pshar is because it's to, to his credit. The rich man, he bought his basket in the store. So therefore it's not a labor of love. So therefore the Quen says, you can take your basket back. But the Ani, he made his basket homemade. And therefore, this is that. This is not way to be brought to Kadosh Barukh because you made an effort into the basket. So, therefore, even though we're taking the basket, it's a compliment to the ani that his labor and his work is more uh, uh, accepted and more hashu, more important than the rich man just bringing an expensive basket that he did not toil in. at amart you brought a proof from there. amina I'm going to bring it from the law of the Tzara'at. The pasuk says, "When you have a mitzora." So the Mitzvah has to go outside of the camp. On the way, outside, uh, on the way that he's going outside of the camp, it says, V'tameh, Tameh, Yikra. He has to scream, I am tame, I am tame," Which is in order that people will not come close to him, so they will not become. So it's not enough that he has Sara'at, but to insult the injury, he has to scream, Tameh, tame." So the poor get poorer. He has one problem, and now it's compounded. He has to scream, "Tame." And she says, Lo ta'plai. Lo dai. Lo nega'o. Not enough that he has his nega. <inaudible> what he has to embarrass himself in order to protect himself from the from the for the, that the people should be protected from him. <inaudible> Where we know that this statement that the rabbi said, "Hashkem <inaudible> ve'echol," which means be careful to eat breakfast which means, in the summer, the breakfast will protect you from the heat, and in the winter, the eating the breakfast will protect you from the cold. How do we know that? The Rabbis also tell us, which means, 60 uh, people will run after one person, but they were not able to catch the guy that eats his bread in the morning. Okay. 16 people will chase one person, but they will not reach up, they will not catch up to the guy. The <laughs> from the morning ate his bread. So how do you know that eating the bread, the Pat in the morning is very, very important? Because it says in the Pesuk of Jewish people at the end of time, says they will not be hungry, they will not be thirsty and they will not be affected by the by the heat of the sun. Why? So'sma over here that it's much less like a condition: if they won't be hungry, meaning if they eat their breakfast, if they eat their pacharit, then already the sun will not affect them. So you see eating the pacha is the very good? Amaleh at Amart Mehatam. You learned it from over there. The Anamim Amehacha. The pasuk says in Shemot. I'm gonna read the whole pasuk. Vaabatem et hashem Elohim. Uberachet naphmecha betmemecha veasuriti machalam mekerbecha. I'm gonna bless your bread and water. And I'm gonna remove sickness from your midst. Vaabatem et hashem Elohim. What does it mean? You can serve God. Zukriat Shema u'tfila. But first you have to say, Kiddachim <inaudible> Antefila. Then what do you do after You bless. God blesses your bread. Zu Patma That's You have a little bread with salt, the kiton lime, and a little jug with uh, water. You just gotta eat. After you pray, you have a little bread, you have a little water. And then what does the Pasuk say? I will remove the sickness from your midst. Betanya Machala Zumara. This sickness that God was referring to is the sickness called Mara. A Baruchu will save a person from that. What's exactly Mara? Something in the bladder. Okay. And why do they call it machala? There 83 There are 83 different sicknesses that are connected to the gallbladder. And by eating Pat Shahrid, Boreh alam saves you from all eighty-three bessinuti mahala. All eighty-three sicknesses are saved by eating bread for shaharid mahala b'gimatria. Whoever Gemara says the mahala gimatria is the vichudlan, but b'amela shaharid viki tonshen ma'im b'telan, and all these sicknesses, bread with salt in the morning and water is levated. Amar leiravad rabban Mori. How do we know the statement that the rabbi said? If your friend calls you a hamor, take the saddle off your back. Again, if your friend calls you a hamor, the the saddle off your back take which means don't answer him back accept it okay take the take the saddle off your back which is don't get into an, argue with her, with, with an argument with okay accept his uh, accept his premise because the pasuk says when the malach uh, came to hagar after sarah threw hagar out of the house Vayomar yomar yomar. Hagar Shifchat Sarai, Im Zebat, Ve'ana Telechi, Where are you coming from? V'atomen ve'peneh Sarai Givirti, Anochi Borachat, But I'm running away from Sarai. Now the Malach uh, refers to uh, Hagar, as Vayuman, Hagar Shifchat Sarai. Now, Hagar could have uh, came along, and said, what do you mean? I'm not Shifchat Sarai, because uh, she ran away. I'm, 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 my own, uh, I'm my own person But you see what She didn't answer back Which means when somebody calls you uh, uh, something Accept it So even though Hagar helped, she was, she was to give it, it And now the Malak says Hey, where are you going? Where are you coming from? And Hagar didn't answer back Hey, why do you call me Shifah? I'm not a Hey, Somebody calls you Hamor Accept it So you see, you, you learn that from her so that's to the praise of Hagar. Look at Rashi. Uh, third line of Nashi. <speaking> in Rashi. Ukhfa'a le mush. Kilomar, tol ukaf shil hamor vassirehu elecha. Oh, vassim oto al gabekha. I said it differently. He said differently. Which is, somebody calls you hamor, take the saddle and put it on your back. I said, I take it off your back. Right? Put it on your back. Kilomar, hodal dvarav. He Agree to what he says. Ve'al <speaking> ta'anehu. <in Hebrew> Don't answer. mush she's She's take it to you. Do not let the saddle leave you. She answers back, I am running away from Sarai Give So she, she admitted, she didn't uh, get into a whole uh, a dialogue over there. Next one, Ambaler Mori. It's the sixth question he asked. Where do we know the following statement that the... People say, which means so, a, a deficiency that you have, admit it yourself first before somebody else has to point it out. Which the a person should not be embarrassed to point out his own flaws and point it out before somebody else points it out. When he came to Ili'ezah, when he went to find the Shidduch, for it's Hakavinu, so he comes to the house of By Yomar, what's the first thing he says? Eved, Avraham, He didn't want to hold, didn't want to give an impression as if he's a prince or something. Right away he admitted, I'm only an Eved. I'm only a slave of Avraham, Abinu. So you see, he admitted it before they even were able to find out. How do we know this statement that the people say? Shafil ve'azil bar avza. The avaz. Is that the, uh, the goose? Uh, he walks down with his head down. Shafil. Shafil. However, his eyes are up. He's constantly looking for food. Well, even though his head is down, his eyes are up. Uh, so they learn from over here that what... And just because a person wants to be humble, that should not uh, refrain him from uh, asking people for his needs. Even though the, the goose is very humble, but he also has his eyes up to search for panasa. So therefore a person uh, shouldn't be embarrassed, because oh, he wants to be overly humble, not going to ask people for pan not going to ask people for Torah. No, humility does uh, uh, not a problem. You can even be humble and still ask. As she says, Kilomad, Mahmat avitenutosh Adam. No, he shouldn't be embarrassed to ask what he needs. Then the Torah, bend the let's say somebody owes him money. shouldn't be embarrassed to go to the guy. Because it says by Avigail. Avigail was the wife of Naval HaKarmi. Uh, Naval HaKarmi uh, was the one that the David HaMelech asked for some food when he was in the field, and Naval did not want to provide any food for uh, David HaMelech and Abigail came and calmed David down that he shouldn't be angry at her husband Abigail was a saddikit uh, and the pasuf says <laughs> she came along and said "And you'll." Re-, she, she, gave, she gave David a Melech uh, uh, food and provisions and things like that so it says that uh, lecture mode on uh, she prophesied that Nabal is going to die as a result of what he did to David. So then she tells David, and you'll do me a favor. What she really meant is, one day you'll marry me. So even though she was humble, but already her eyes were looking for the future. She was already looking, already, one day, uh, just like the goose. His head is down, but his eyes are already looking in the future, where's he gonna make padna So she said, Hashem should bless you, and one day uh, you'll uh, you'll you'll repay me. That's what happened. Eventually Naval died, and David Amelik married Avigay. Look at that she. She prophesied that Naval was gonna die. And in her words, she Remember her beauty, and eventually marry her. Where do we know this statement that the people say? There are sixty types of ailments that come on the teeth of a person. That he hears his friends. Uh, uh, eating they know but he doesn't eat with them meaning the person he is somebody else eating and the guy doesn't invite him in to eat with him so that brings a person 60 ailments to his teeth and she says basically it means when people are enjoying and the other guy's on the outside and he sees people enjoying, that gives the person hardship. Amballe Of because it says in the Pasukovin, there was a story over here. This is by Natana Navi. The whole story over there is Adoniyah was the son of David Melech Adoniyah was trying to take over the kingship. <coughs> uh, he went and he started to bring qurbanot and he started to call all the Kohanim and things like this. They made a party. They were celebrating. So Adonijah was trying to usurp the throne over here. So uh, and the people started to say at the party that Adonijah was making Yehiya uh, Melech mm-hmm. Adonijah. So Nathan uh, and Navi tells David, "Veli ani avdecha, but me utsadok a kohen and tsadok the kohen ulevnayal ben Yehudah v'nishlamu avdecha lo kara. We weren't invited to the party." So it sounds like he was suffering because of it. So you see, part of the, the, the thing that Natan was saying is, they're enjoying themselves and we didn't get invited to the party. So you see, a person goes through hard times when the people are having a party and he's not invited, it causes a person great sa'ad. Uh, she says, He was complaining, how come he wasn't invited to the party? <audio>: It says he took Yitzchak took uh, Ravka into his mother's tent Sarah and he took Ravka as a wife and he became his wife and he loved her and finally Yitzhak was consoled after the death of his mother what's the next pasuk say? Avraham got remarried as well Why? When you see somebody enjoying you want to enjoy also. So Yitzhak got married. So what did Avraham Avinah do? You know what? I'm going to get remarried also. So when somebody else is enjoying, yeah, of course, this is a mitzvah. You see how Yitzhak I mean, it, it caused the so Avraham to got married as well. Yes, according to one opinion. As he says, "Vayosef Avraham nitekanebi Yitzhak." He got jealous of Yitzhak. The mitzvah. Amalei where do we know the statement that the people say? Hamra tbuta Shakye Hamra means wine. The wine to the owner. The wine to the owner, but you give thanks to the one that pours it. Which means, the way they're explaining it here, let's see for a second, exactly. Who do you give thanks to? To the waiter, the waiter that pours the wine to that's the guy that gets the The king paid for the wine, the king's guys made the wine. But the guy that serves it, that's the guy that, uh, that, 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 you, that you give the uh, kavod to, you give the thanks to. Right? Which means, you know, sometimes you don't give the thanks to the original person... You give it to the one that uh, serves? Amaleh Dikhtiiv Because the Pasuf says when God tells um, Moshe To appoint Yeshua to become the next leader V'samachta et yadicha alav Put your hands over Yeshua Lema'an yishme'u kol adat b'nei Yisrael So the Jewish people will listen Uchtiiv v'yoshua benun malerua chokmah Ki samach Moshe et alav V'yishme'u elav b'nei Yisrael which means Ha-Kadosh Baruch Hu gave the wisdom to Yoshua. But the people give the credit to who? Moshe. See, God tells Moshe, put the hand on his head and I'm gonna invest in Yoshua with wisdom so the people will listen to him. And what ends up happening, Moshe does it. And the pasuk says the people gave the credit to Moshe because it says Kisamach Moshe ch'adav. But he, Moshe did it because God told him to do it. As you see, sometimes the leader says to do something, and the credit is given to the person that executes. As so she says, He only did it from... A dog, in his hunger, will swallow rocks. Even something that's difficult for him to digest. The as the Pasuk says, Nefes sebe'a tavus nofet. Ve'nefes ne'eva kol mar matokla. That means a hungry, satiated person, tavus nofit. He'll trample on something sweet. He can't eat anything anymore. He's full. He'll trample even on something that's sweet. However, things that are bitter become sweet when a person's hungry. So similarly, a dog, uh, when a person's hungry, he'll eat anything. Even things that normally would not uh, be edible, generally speaking. bar mori. Minana Milta Da Amre Metayel hina Which means the, the bad palm tree hangs around the fruitless trees. Which means the Rasha chooses his association with Rishaen. The Rasha hangs around with the Rasha So the, the, the bad tree hangs around the fruitless trees. Yes, sir. Let's get the words there. Metayel ve'azil dekla, dekla is the palm tree. It hangs around, it walks around. Bisha, a bad one. Kebechkinah deshrahe, by trees that don't have fruit on it. Amale, davar ze katub ha This concept that the bad people stay around the bad people, it's written in the Torah, in the Navi, in the Ketuvim, in the Mishnah and in the Beraita. You have five sources for this item. Right? Yisav goes to Yishma'el to get married. And he marries Machalat bat Ishmael. Shanoi so the Gemara saying that Yiftach also was an and therefore, Yiftah was like a fruitless person. And who, who, who joined up with Yiftah? Yiftah was one of the uh, Shoftim. And who did, he, who, who, who did Yiftah pair up with? And Ashim Rekim, empty people. So you see, same thing. What does it say in the book of Ben Sira? That book, that gives you all different types of Chokhmah. He lived in the time of the second metamagadosh was Ben Sira. It says, me know Yishkon, Adam Ladomelo. Right. All the birds, they hang around with their own species, just like every man hangs around with people that are similar to him. That means the bird hang around the bird, and so on and so forth. Tenam b'manitin, we have a Mishnah kilim, kol ha mechubar le tamay, tamay. Kol ha mechubar le tahor, tahor. Look at Rashi. Ha mechubar le tamay, tamay, b'masiket kilimi, b'perek adam, diktani, these are different uh, components of a table. It's a metal nail. That's what it is. They put this nail on the wall to skin the animals. They put the animal on this nail against the wall, and they put the animal on this unkili, and they skin the animal. If you, if you attach it to something that's wood, wood is not mekabel to Therefore, this metal item becomes like the wooden piece, and therefore it's not called a tahor, it itself is tahor. However, it's not going to mekabel However, if you put it uh, on a table, that is mekabel to it will be mekabel to ma'a. And attached to something that's next to mekabel to it becomes mekabel to It attach the same item to something that's not mekabel to it becomes tahor. So basically, you see the same concept in Mishnah. Uh, uh, tahor uh, hangs with the tahor, and tameh makes the tameh. V'tanina, we looked at the brayta. The brayta, Rabbi Yehayzur Nomer, no halak zerzir orev, and the me'pnei she'u mi no. Who's the zerzir? Right, she says of tamehu. Right, uh, the zerzir went and hung out with the raven. You know why? Because they're the same thing. That's right. Okay. How do we know the following statement? You called your friend in order to rebuke him on something bad that he did. But he doesn't answer you. Take a big wall and drop it on him. Which means, if you attempted to rebuke your friend and he purpose on purpose is avoiding you, leave him. Le- leave him in his rish'ut and push him away. You tried to rebuke him, you did it the right way, doesn't listen to do you? Get away from the guy. Push him away. That's it. As she says, <laughs> You tried many times to rebuke the guy, doesn't it do you? Let the guy fall in his rish'ut. Push him away. The pasuk says, When the prophet was... Uh, you know, rebuking Klai Yisrael. Ya hartich, tahart mitumatech. I tried to purify you from your tuma. Lo Finished. You're not going to get purified anymore until God comes and brings His anger on the person. I Means the prophet tried and tried and tried, but uh, didn't work. So he left him. The well that you drank water from Do not throw stones in it Which is something that you benefited from Do not mistreat it Which means We have to uh, not despise the Egyptian Because you lived in his land Now if they come to convert, they're, for, they're permissible. Again, after three generations, we accept them. Why? Even though the mistreated threw the Jewish people in the Yeor. But still, they gave us a place to stay. They took care of Yaakov, they took care of Yosef. So the well that you drain from, do not uh, mistreat it. We have to be good to the Egyptians when they convert. Because way they did give us a, uh, a host. They were a host in Egypt which means if you help me carry the load I'll, 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 I'll help as well but if you're not going to help the burden I'm not carrying it myself which means uh, when it comes to uh, taking a, a, a risk of some sort a person will say listen I'm willing to take the risk. Somebody else will join me. But I'm not going to take the risk alone. Hi? You want me to take the the, the risk of the, the monetary risk? Join me. You invest also. But you want me to put the money in alone? Uh, I'm not putting it in. As she says, look at the bottom. It's a load. A guy doesn't want to put himself at risk in money. Unless he gets a partner That's going to join him Which means um, This was referring to the war That the Jewish people were fighting And Devorah was the prophetess So Barak Bin Avinoam tells Devorah if you come with me to fight in the war I will go but if you don't come with me I'm not going See, so see people want uh... so you, what's it now even though Devorah not going to help him in the war because she's a lady what is she going to do over here and uh, anyway uh, God said they're going to win but still you see doesn't want to go alone. you <laughs> want to learn a lesson from it yes, this is what I'm even if a is going to do a mitzvah he can ask uh, somebody to come with him if he believes that there's sakana Even though he's not for sorerich uh, mitzvah, he can take uh, somebody with him, just like Barak took Devora. Amarle Mori. One more. When we were young. People treated us as if we were we were old. Now that we're old, they treat us like we're young. Which means when a person's uh, young, they give them respect. When a person's old, then they, don't, they don't give us the respect anymore. People people respect youth when they respect uh, old age. Look at Rashi at the bottom: Kiavir and Zutre leGabre. We're old. except we, we like but the says when the Jewish people taken, when God was taking them out of Egypt. to which means, in the beginning, what does it say? And Hashem was going in front of the Jewish people. In the day, with Amud Anan, and at night, with a, with a fire. And then what is the end, it says? When Am Yisrael was, was young, so to speak, when we came out of Egypt, God was with us. And then, when already, after uh, we were in Misraim, after the sin of the Egil, God says, I'm not going with you anymore, I'm sending an angel to go with you which means the youth is more uh, beloved than the than the uh, just an example that you see that over here which means yeah last question let's read over here what he says it says over here Amar B Antonino Samelech Pamushalach <laughs> well, he went on to the pulpit and it was dark. He And it was dark. was a God was showing the love of a, uh, uh, that he had for B'nai Yisrael that what? He himself flashed the light for the Jewish people in the midbar. Jewish people were young, they just kind of slide. They got the kavod. When they got, after the haytah, when they aged, now God's not doing it anymore. He sent the malach to go bring them into the midbar. Last question. After the person that has a lot of nechasim, when you're going after the person that has a lot of wealth, some of the wealth will fall on you. Let's get the words. tzivim Meshukh. What's tziveh? Some straps? Some thin... Chunks of wealth. Chunks of wealth will fall on you? It rubs off. It rubs off. Chunks of fat. tziveh is fat? Chunks uh, of fat for yourself. tzivim tziveh Okay, which is why the person says around a rich guy. Some of their wealth will uh, rub off on the guy. Okay, Amalei was very, very wealthy. What does it say after that? also cashed and what what him gave all that wealth? Because he hung around Avramavin. <laughs>